Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. When I first went into business, I found out in a hurry that it was lonely at the top. If you're a CEO or business owner and you're feeling lonely at the top, then I'd like to invite you to join us at our Action Coach membership community. It's a community of like-minded business owners that help each other, build each other up, sometimes push and pull each other. If you'd like to learn more, just reach out to me at billgilliland.actioncoach.com, book a session, and I'll give you all the details. Welcome to this week's episode of Epic Entrepreneurs, powered by Action Coach Growth Partners. You likely went into business to have more freedom and flexibility so that you could spend more time with your family, do more things or travel or enjoy your hobbies or whatever it is that you like to do in your spare time. We're here to help you find better ways to make more money, build better teams, and get that time back so that you can have that freedom and flexibility. We'll help you simplify things and make sense of business, investing, and wealth building so that you can be epic and achieve all your dreams and goals. And now, enjoy the show. Hi, my name is Rick Elmore. I'm the owner of Simply Noted. Simply Noted is a handwritten notes platform. And we help our clients engage their clients in a more personal way to, you know, increase better relationships, drive lifetime value, get more referrals. And the way we, we do that is help send genuine handwritten notes. Well, I really like handwritten notes. Tell us how you got into this business in the first place. Yeah, so I have a pretty unique background. Um, I was an athlete growing up, played football collegiately and professionally, went to the University of Arizona and then was drafted into the NFL in 2011. Got to live out my childhood dream um, for four years, almost four years, and then uh, got in the corporate world um, with you know a lot of the guys do after playing sports. But about six years in, you know, I was having tons of success, uh, top one percent or top five sales rep in the company, um, but just had an itch I couldn't scratch. So I went back and did my MBA. And about a year into my program, I had a marketing professor um, said that handwritten notes had a 99% open rate, and I just thought that statistic was you know obvious, but yet mind blowing and how powerful. Um, handwritten notes were in the business world. So long story short, I sent out some handwritten notes um, to some prospects of, you know, in my field. The response rate was amazing. My clients loved it. They told me how much they appreciated it. Um, and uh, fast forward almost six years now, <laughs> we built a pretty amazing platform. Uh, I had no clue what I was getting myself into, but um, sales and marketing guy, athlete who started a uh, robotic software and industrial automation company. Um, we're the largest handwriting platform in the world now. We have 400,000 users on our platform every single month. Um, we're the only company in the world that's built its own handwriting robot. Um, we have six pending patents. Um, it's been a wild ride to say the least. Um, uh, hitting the Inc. 5000 this year was just voted 40 under 40 by the Business Journal. So it's been a pretty, uh, you know, white knuckle grip roller coaster ride for the last five and a half years. Well, that's an awesome story. Let's let's talk about the handwritten note uh, stats here a minute because I think that's I mean whether people decide to use your platform or write notes themselves. I mean, it is powerful. Give us more of those stats. You said 99% open rate. What else What else can we Well, we live in a digital world. You know, since the internet boom, um, everything went online, uh, social media, email, um, and now we're in the AI revolution, right? We're living in the world of chat GPT and augmented reality. So, you know, what is old is new again. Um, we are making what was once unscalable, scalable. Um, where it's really handwritten notes is the last form of communication people think can be um, automated or scaled, and that's what Simply Noted does. But 
Um, what we're really trying to do is help build a better client experience. We're trying to increase your relationships, build more loyalty, because you know there's a, tons of stats. There's a Harvard Business Review that was done, you know, just I think it was about six or seven years ago, talking about customers who feel appreciated and how that affects your business. Um, customers who feel appreciated are five times more likely to make a referral. Um, they're five times more likely to forgive a mistake, you know, and especially in today's day and age when there's an alternative to every service, having that loyalty is incredibly important. Um, they're seven times more likely to try a new offering. So upselling them is, um, you know, a lot easier than, you know, acquiring a new client. And then what I, the, the stat that came from this study that I thought was incredibly powerful that people, if they're going to take one thing away from this is just, um, if you just cut your customer churn down 5% a year, um, they found out your year over year revenue growth will be on average on the low end 25% more and up to 95% more. So if you can cut your customer churn down by just a simple 5%, and the way that we help them do that is make them feel appreciated, you know, say thank you, send them a birthday card, send them an anniversary card, a holiday card, all completely automated. And we're helping our clients, you know, cut down that churn rate, build better relationships, you know, start new relationships because the open rate is so high. So the prospecting tool, you know, a lot of people use it for marketing. So, yeah, we're really excited, you know. To say this has been easy, it has not. <laughs> so we're completely customer funded, no investors. We've done this with no loans, no debt, no investors. And that's another thing. Any entrepreneurs out there um, who think, uh, you know, I'm, I come from lower middle class, blue collar family, first person to go to college. I have no training in engineering, electrical engineering, software engineering development. I'm self-taught on Coursera and YouTube for web development. And then I project manage um, for a whole team of developers. And I figured out how to do this, and it's just from a, a sensational amount of drive and wanting to get it done. So, um, I think if you have an idea, if you're passionate about it, um, and your why is important enough, you know, you can accomplish anything. So, I want to come back to the why in a minute, but I got I'm curious about just don't you know I don't, we don't have to get in all the technology and everything, but how 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 does it work if I wanted to um, hire you to write my handwritten notes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody can go to our web app or our website and just send one. But really what we try to do is work with business owners and integrate into their system. So if you have a CRM, a payment platform, um, uh, a website and you want to automate off of people logging into your website like Shopify, WooCommerce, WordPress, we try to integrate into your systems and create workflows that help buyers along the journey. So someone who signed up for a meeting, we can automate a thank you note after the meeting for attending that meeting. Um, we found out the close rate is over 300% improvement versus an email. So just sending an automated thank you note after a meeting, um, just from our studies, a 300% increase in likely um, of closing versus an automated email. But um, yeah, we try to integrate and automate or help people scale it. So say if you have a, a client list of like 500, 2000, 10,000, right. we literally can use your handwriting on your stationery and we can create all this in house. We have our own printing press, we're completely vertically integrated. Use your handwriting, your stationery, your signature. It's all custom. I mean, it's just like, hi John, hi Sarah. Um, and it's legit real pen written. Um, the pen drags and digs into the paper. Pen indentations are super real. Um, we use machine learning. It's a custom built handwriting engine. It's nothing's like it in the world. I mean, this is why we had to build our own handwriting engine um, because whatever was available was not good enough. So yeah, I mean, you can go to our website and anyone can send one, 
But we're, what we really like to do is work with like a CEO, a business owner, a CTO, a CMO, and help you guys integrate it and automate it. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not being forgot about, if that makes sense. No, I love it. I love it. I think it's a, I think it's a great idea. So does it, I mean, my handwriting's terrible. Does it, does it use my <laughs> handwriting or does it use some other handwriting? Great question. Um, we, we have like 900 handwriting styles that we've like created over time. We only have about 30 available online because it becomes like analysis paralysis. Like sure. I've created so many handwriting styles now that like my, my eyes just numb over to handwriting. Everything kind of just blends and looks the same. <laughs> so it's yeah. just like, yeah, yeah. you know, I look for things that people would never look for, you know, just like alternates and ligatures and how things connect to each other and spacing and kerning and, and rotation, like all these different terms and like how you create a handwriting style. But um, we have 30 available. We can create yours. Most don't um, because there's a fee for that. But someone will find something that they like, a handwriting style that they like, and just use it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool when you see a handwritten note in your handwriting that you didn't do, but you're like, that looks just like <laughs> I know. I think it's, it just blows people's minds. No, I'm a big fan. I mean, I, I've written thousands of handwritten notes over the years. I mean, we're, we're big fans. And so I love the idea of being able to automate that because yeah. – I mean, you know, there's going to be a note, you know, I'll generally do a note after this, but if I was doing podcasts, I could set it up where you guys could, automated. could, do, could automate it. I could just say, yep. Hey, you know, send so Rick, you, send Rick yep. the note, you know, all you would do is on your, you know, signing up for your podcast form, you would set up, use like Zapier integrately or make, or one of those automation apps. And yep. then once this event is completed and it's marked as complete, you know, since all that data was on the the form intake form, the name, the address, yep. all that data is there and you just trigger it to send it. I mean, it's, and like, I think we're still like five years ahead of like this becoming like a mainstream thing. It's like people are just starting to come around to what automation is. Like most people don't know it unless like you're an executive, but um, yeah, I mean, it's just incredible to, you know, the use cases. I mean, it's just, you can automate it after a podcast, after a meeting, when someone pays. Oh, yeah. I like, mean, it's just, I mean, you can automate, uh, prospecting, you know, the a whole, complaint, I mean, a yeah, complaint. Yeah. Think about that. You know, like it's, yeah, it's, yeah. No, it's I, I think you're, I mean, you're clearly onto something here. Yeah. If you've got that kind of, that kind of uptake, well, let's, let's talk about your journey a little bit and maybe what you've learned along the way. Uh, just, I think it's helpful so that people know who they're doing business with. Um, yeah. you, said you came out of athletics. So obviously you've taken the lessons in athletics and applied them to business. Um, and probably vice versa. What, um, maybe what are some of the lessons that you've learned along the way? Um, well, you, what you just said was incredibly important. My, my background in athletics laid the foundation for my success in, well, the success I've had so far in my life after sport, you know, just the, the grinding, the hard work, dealing with failure, um, competition, perseverance, you know, showing up when you don't want to and <laughs> doing yeah. something really hard, like, like college and the NFL is not easy. I mean, it's, you're literally competing on a high level every single day. You know, I did that for 12 years. So, um, yeah, it really helped me after, but I think what's really important for most CEOs or business owners is to get out of your own way and constantly be learning. Um, really be honest about your product, your service, you know, is your product affecting their, like, do people need your product? Like, if I can go back five years ago, you know, I may have done some things differently. Um, 
you know, do like, does your product affect their health, their wealth or their relationships? Like, is it needed in their, in their, in their business? Like, um, you know, you really got to like take an outside perspective in your business and like critique it. And um, that's what we're trying to do now, you know, finding product market fit, trying to scale it because the hardest thing about our platform is scaling something for everybody. And you can't do that. Um, you know, I've been doing this since 2017 and really I'm really embarrassed to say this, but like until about like nine months ago, like I was so ingrained in my business, like I couldn't work on my business. And that's, you know, what's that book that everybody, the E-Myth, Michael E. Gerber, I think every business owner has read that, but that is so obvious. You have to work on your business. You have to set up systems. You have to automate things. You have to have, you know, SOPs, right, for people just to do. You can't, everything can't go through you. And 90% of business owners, everything goes through them. And that's the hardest thing about scaling your business. You can have a a few hundred thousand dollar business that can pay your bills, but is your business going to grow, you know, big enough to take care of the dreams of all the people that have supported you to help you build your dream? You know, and that's where I'm focused on is like how, can I get this so big that everybody who's helped me and our team who's been there since day one that, you know, when this sells someday, you know, is it going to sell at a big enough number to take care of them as well? So like, that's really what's hit me is like, get out of my own way. Like, you know, building a seven figure business was cool, you know, five years ago when I started, but then you start realizing the dream's not big enough. You know, you want to help everybody who's helped you along the way, but yeah, it's get out of your way, work on your business, be honest about your product, pivot, even if you don't want to pivot because you got to find product market fit. You know, just because your ego thinks people should use this, you got to play into human nature. Um, you got to solve a problem, make it easy. Like, my first three years, I was like, everybody's going to use this for thank you notes, no matter what. I didn't want to use it for prospecting, um, but a lot of people use it for prospecting. Like the market is telling me how they want to use my product. Listen, like take the blinders off and listen, you know? Yeah, yeah, you can't so fight a like, market. No, you can't. So it's like. Yeah, you can't really fight a market. Um, no. Yeah, that's 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 interesting um, stuff there. It's an interesting stuff. So. I mean, you know, and as a as a coach, it's inter- it's an interesting thing because I I know in ath- in athletics you always had coaches. T- talk about the role of coaches or consultants or whatever you want to call them in your in your in your life. I think um, th- I'm a first time business owner. This is my first business, so I'm going through everything by my you know for the first time. Um, and every business owner goes through those really shaky, crazy, you know, roller coaster moments, like when you're like you feel like it's over. Right? <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, nothing's of going yeah. good. Yeah, and yeah. I think for me, the mental side, not so much the business side. And I think people have to be really honest with themselves. No one's going to save you or your business. Nobody's going to come in and help you get a contract. No one's going to do any of this stuff for you. You have to do that. But where a business coach comes in, you know, maybe they, if they're experienced in like, you know, funding or something like that, they can kind of guide you through that type of stuff, you know, making smart business decisions. But where it's affected me the most is that mental side is like hearing somebody else has gone through this. What's the worst thing that can happen? You know, like, you know, like having somebody help you take you off that, you know, cliff that you want to jump off of, because it's just the pressure and the stress and the anxiety, right? Like the sleepless nights, like, that is the hardest thing about entrepreneurship and the responsibility, you know, of going from me, I was a W2 to now being responsible for 11 W2s. Like that is a mental 
especially if your your team has kids, right? So that yeah, I take family. massive, yeah, I take massive responsibility. Um, so yeah, I think the the best thing for a coach is you know if they can guide you to make better business decisions. They're not going to change your business. Don't think anyone's going to save your business. They may help you make a better decision if you have an A or B and you bring it to them. But it's the mental side. Um, as you start scaling, the risk becomes so much bigger. The stress becomes so much bigger. Um, you know, I mean, I'm a first time doing this. Maybe somebody out there who's done it like three times, like, oh, that guy's a rookie. You know, he, you know, he'll get whatever. Nah, 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 nah. They're doing it again. The ones that are doing yeah. it three times are doing it again. I've had multiple yeah. businesses. We all do that stuff. And I, you know, yeah. I think that I think people appreciate the honesty. Well, listen, uh, the name of the show is Epic Entrepreneurs, and Epic is an acronym. So I want to get your thoughts on the letters in the acronym. So, um, the first letter is education. Like, what is the importance of education? Well, for me, I'm doing something I have zero experience or knowledge in. Um, so it's forced me to learn on so many different levels. You know, I have, I mean, I'm, I'm literally self-taught SEO. I'm self-taught Google Ads. I'm self-taught um, CSS, like UI, UX. So like front-end design. I manage a full-stack developer. I know like what HTML is and JavaScript and like the Liquid and Shopify. Like I've had to like educate myself to have educated conversations with the team to make bigger decisions. Um, you know, I have electrical engineer, software engineer, um, a man mechanical engineer. And like I come from a linebacker smashing my head into a running back, right? Using my body for killing, you know, tackling people to now having to use my mind to conceptualize big visions and break them down into small projects that link and work together with nine other parts of my business, right? To grow and push the ship down the, the, the you know, a safer route. And I think that is a skill that's learned through relentlessly pursuing growth and education. And I'm a big person on Audible, YouTube, Coursera. Um, I have to learn because ignorance, this is like another thing about growing a business. Um, the thing you should be scared about the most is what you don't know. And I think it's obvious, but a lot of people don't realize that. I, I had no clue what I was getting myself into in 2017. For me, it's fine because I love challenges and it's forced me to grow. But, you know, we've invested over a million dollars into our handwriting robot and our technology and our handwriting engine. If I knew I was going to have to do that five or six years ago, me being a rational person, I probably wouldn't do it because I was like, how do you do that? Like, you know, like I've had to learn over time, but my passion, desire and perseverance have pushed me through. But that's what drives me and scares me the most is like, what don't I know? And that's why I'm like always constantly like watching the new, you know, video on AI, watching the new video on SEO, watching the new video on ads, watching the new video on like the outlook for the business world. Like a lot of it's like doom and gloom, but like there may be little nuggets in there that I can add to my brain that can help me make a better decision going forward. So I am obsessed and relentless about learning. Um, it becomes an addiction. I think I would say uh, maybe half of the, a lot of business owners know like you grow through what you go through. The more you know, the more you can grow. Um, and I've just become obsessed, absolutely obsessed with good. knowledge. Yeah, good on you. I think we could spend a while working on like how you do that. Like how do you learn all that stuff? How do you, I mean, what's your, what's your, what's your plan? But maybe that's for another time. Let me I can say one thing on that. Yeah. I think a lot of people relate to this. Um, when you're doing something for the first time, like when I had a football coach, 
you know, a football coaching has been around for a hundred years. There's kind of like systems that have been approved on, right? And when you're yep. starting something for the first time, what's really scary is you go from this big cruise ship that has, you know, a hundred employees on it that work together to keep the cruise ship going forward. And then when you go from a W2 to a solopreneur to try to grow a small business, now you go from that cruise ship to a dinghy in the middle of the Pacific ocean and all your efforts just cause you to like to spin in circles and you have no right. clue what to do. Right. And a lot of times you don't know how to put things together, but you have to put things into buckets and then write it down. So if like you have a marketing bucket, you have a sales bucket, you have a product bucket, you have a people bucket, you have an education bucket, and then you have to write down things you don't know and start studying it and keep it organized. And then you have to come back at it and look at it. Like, you know, what, you know, every three months I'll go back and look at my notes and it's like, how does this come together? Like, there's no one there to show me how it comes together. Like you have to learn and envision how to stick it together. So that's the hard thing about growing a business is figuring out how to coach yourself, learn, connect the dots, make it work logically, simplistically, you know, in a cool way for customers to interact with it and love it and become like a, you know, a brand that they appreciate to use. So that's a hard thing. Organizing, putting buckets, understanding there's something you don't know, seek it, organ and come back to it and just like look at it. You have to put it down on paper and stare at it and try to figure it out. And we just don't have people who can do that. You know, maybe small things, payroll, SEO, but like we're building robots, industrial automation. We're making printers work with G code. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So, yeah. Well, I look, I, I love the concept of buckets. I've always liked the way you could, I think it's a good organizational skill to do it. So um, self-education is going to earn you a fortune, as they say. Uh, formal education will earn you a Learn living. before you earn. There you go. Uh, there you yeah. go. Let me ask you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move right down to, to, my, to the last question here, which is what do you wish you had known before you went into business? Um, I mean, I'm so excited about all the hard things I've put myself through in the last six years. Knowing that if I, no matter what I do in the future, it's going to be exponentially way better than this. Um, you know, I've started this with no funding. I've started this with no debt. I took my sales ability and my my passion, desire, and perseverance and drive to make this happen. But I've become so aware of you know what it takes to be successful. I didn't hire a full time CTO, someone to manage like my back end, like full stack development, like manage all the orders until like nine months ago. And just doing that, putting someone on payroll to manage that and get that out of my head has literally felt like I've like put myself on like like nitrous gas. Like it's allowed me just to free <laughs> things up. So being able to delegate. Um, it's been really important. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, just the self-education, you know, I didn't start doing SEO or Google ads until two years ago, like, and that's transformed our business. Like we, like most of our, or most of our leads come from organic sources because of what I've self-taught and what we've done to the website. Like I'm kind of like an SEO and marketing geek now, even though I come from a sales background, because I just, I see how the internet works now and how you can create landing pages yep. and use ads and drive it, track it, put a pixel, retarget. Like it's become really fun learning this because- like, Well, it's completely awesome yeah. too, how, yeah. how it is. And it, at some point it may be, well, like I know enough now I got to hire somebody else to do that. Yeah. Because I got to free myself up to do the 20% that's going to make this exponential instead of, yeah, you know, give us 30x growth instead of 30% growth and that yep. sort of thing. So uh, that's super exciting. I, I feel like we could talk all day. Um, 
but uh, you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll maybe what we'll do is just have another one and come back and talk about some other things. But <laughs> I love it from the uh, football field to uh, handwritten notes. That's just an automation. I mean, really, you have an automation company that yeah. happens to to provide uh, handwritten notes. That's awesome. So, if people want to get a hold of your business, how do they do it? Yeah, I would just go to Simply Noted. So it's S as in Sam, I M as in Mary, P L Y Noted.com. And we, I don't know why I don't have a sample kit, but just go to the top right hand corner of the screen and it says request a sample. And we do a really good job of sending you this big free sample kit. I mean, we spent $25 on really nice presentation, Perfect. giving you all the samples, I mean, postage. And we get that in your hands before you even spend $1 with us. And what happens, I've been doing this for, for six years. People get this and their minds are so blown. They're like, oh, I thought this was going to be printed. It's not printed. We have robots that hold pens that write right, in your right, handwriting. Right. Yeah, cool. And they smear the ink and it's like, it's real. Then they get excited. Their light bulb goes off. They call us and like, can you do this? And we say yes and we help them do it. So I would just say request it. Even if it's something you don't want to do right now, holidays are coming up. Everybody wants to send holiday cards um, or 12 months from now, you're going to be like, hey, I remember that. We can use this, you know? So yeah, well, I'm going to get one. I'm going to yeah. definitely get one. So yep. yeah. And then LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn all day. It's just Rick Elmore, E-L-M-O-R-E. Um, that's the only social platform I use. It's LinkedIn. LinkedIn is awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was great. Yeah. And until next time, all the best. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Epic Entrepreneurs. Here's four things you can do. First, you can listen every week on Biz Radio, Mondays at 1. Second, you can subscribe to the podcast. Hey, you get it. The more subscribers we have, the more cool things we can offer you. Three, you can also go out and give us a five-star rating everywhere. And number four, if you'd like a free copy of my book, The Coach Approach, Five Principles to Build an Epic Business, just go to giftfrombill.com. It's your roadmap to building your epic business. That's giftfrombill.com. Until next time, all the best. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.